Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. From KQED in San Francisco, I'm Mina Kim. Coming up on Forum, California Living has inspired songwriters across genre and generation. From Otis Redding and the Dock of the Bay, pop star Katy Perry saluting California girls, to hip-hop artists Dr. Dre and Tupac proclaiming California love. The Golden State has also inspired many a playlist, including the California playlist, now being crowdsourced by the New York Times newsletter California Today. This hour, we'll find out what songs are getting recommended to the Times most often, and we want to hear from you. What song captures the essence of California for you? We get started. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. If the beauty of spring in California is making you fall in love with the Golden State again, you can probably understand why so many songs have been written about it. Though California's paradoxes have also inspired some of the heaviest, most heart-wrenching beats and lyrics. But let's start with a little California love. Literally, the one from Tupac and Dr. Dre. That was the pick of a lot of listeners and me. This hour on Forum, we build a California playlist together. With the two guests joining me now and with you, our listeners, tell us what song says California to you and why. You can call us at 866-733-6786, 866-733-6786. You can tell us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at KQED Forum. You can email us, forum at kqed.org. And let me welcome Somia Karlamangla to the show, lead writer for the California Today newsletter at the New York Times, which is currently crowdsourcing the top songs about California. Somia, thanks so much for coming on. Of course, thanks for having me. Charlie Harding is also with us, songwriter and co-host and co-author of Switched on Pop podcast and book. Charlie Harding, glad to have you back. Good morning, thank you. So Somia, let me start with you. I mean, your newsletter, California Today, it does a lot of reader call-outs, but how does the call-out for California songs, how did that compare? 
<laughs> it is by far our most popular feature in the newsletter. Every time we write about the California playlist or we link to it at the bottom, we get literally hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of emails from people, which is very different than, um, than most of our call outs. It's, it's something that I think every time we do an update to the playlist, I think, okay, there aren't any songs left that people are going to want to recommend. And <laughs> I'm always wrong. There's always like hundreds more that we have completely missed. You must see a range, Sonia. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, um, it is a true range of genres and sort of like release dates. I think that people have recommended songs to me that came out in 1920 and also 2020. Um, we have a range of languages that people are recommending. It's huh. it's really all over the map. It's very much sort of a representation of California in that way. <laughs> nice. So, so Charlie, why do you think California has such a presence in songwriting? Like you could you could pick from a massive list of songs that that are about California explicitly alone. I mean, what makes California such a good character for songs? I think there's two reasons that California makes such a great character. The first is that it holds an essential place in our collective cultural imagination. California is, of course, a lot of things, but globally, it often stands in for the land of sunshine and opportunity, whether it's for from the gold rush to Silicon Valley, uh, the pristine wilderness, and of course, Hollywood. I think the second reason is that, you know, it used to be that the music industry could have a foothold in every city. There used to be studios everywhere. And now it's really consolidated. Yes, there's music happening in New York, Atlanta, Nashville, absolutely. But the reality is the majority of pop songwriting is happening in the hub of Los Angeles. And if you're living in Los Angeles, you're writing songs about a certain sunshine part of California. Sorry, NorCal people. <laughs> well, it is raining here today, but still, I mean, what you're talking about are, uh, a lot of what, as you say, we hear as the standards, you're like describing sort of the California dreaming songs that are so iconic, in addition to California Love, which I just played and had mentioned, had been mentioned a lot by listeners when we asked for California songs. So so let's give uh, a little nod to those standards, if you will. And we're going to start with, of course, the Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. I'm picking up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. I'm backing up good vibrations. She's giving me the excitations. All right, and here's another one The Eagles, Hotel California. The Mamas and the Papas, California Dreamin'. We're talking about the songs that make California soundtrack, and you can share yours with us by calling 866-733-6786, 866-733-6786. Let me go to Nina in San Jose. Hi, Nina. Hi. Um, my selection would be Joni Mitchell's California. Um, it's this melancholy kind of love song to the state. Um, she's in Europe. 
you know, she's bemoaning bad relationships as she's talking about the state of the world and how the dream of peace is fading away, but she's homesick. She wants to go back to California. I'm not sure what it means when she says, I want to kiss a sunset pig, but uh, <laughs> it's just this really beautiful uh, kind of uh, melancholy love song that uh, I, I think is just iconic. <laughs> Nina, love that. Thanks. I actually think we have it, I'm being told by our amazing engineer, Danny Bringer. I'm going to see the folks I dig. I'll even kiss a sunset pig. California, I'm coming home. We do have an interesting reference to Joni Mitchell from one of the people that listened to your, or that responded to your playlist call out, Somia. And, and as Nina's talking about Joni Mitchell and relationships, do you want to talk about the description you got as to why for someone our house was their California song? Oh yeah. Um, and I'll also just say about the Joni, the California by Joni Mitchell, that was actually my coworker who uh, used to run the California Today newsletter, who started the California playlist. That was the very first song that we put on it. So that is really <laughs> the quintessential California song. Um, Our House was actually a song that I added to the playlist. Our House uh, by oh. Crosby, Stills and Nash was written um, by Nash uh, when he was dating Joni Mitchell. And the story behind the song is that they went to breakfast in sort of the valley and they had this very domestic, like beautiful LA day. And then they went back to her house in Laurel Canyon and it was drizzling and he was sitting at the piano and it's sort of a love song about you know domestic bliss in Los Angeles. So it's a, it's a California song that does not mention Los Angeles specifically. But to me, it feels very much like it still deserves uh, mention in the playlist. Yeah, there are a lot of songs where you can interpret the essence of California, where it's not saying exactly California or explicitly California. So Charlie, Somia was telling us one of the songs that she'd added to the playlist. What is your pick for the song that says California for you? Yeah, it's very much a personal pick because I think there are so many canonical picks. But for me, it's Haim's song, Los Angeles. And it's a song that has sort of Lou Reed kind of vibes to it that I really enjoy. It has a sort of ska-ish guitar thing happening, even like a hip-hop beat. It's grabbing lots of sort of like LA-ish sounds. But primarily, it's a song that's wrestling with the difficulty of staying in Los Angeles and the things that Los Angeles is challenging for people. I think a lot of Californians can resonate with uh, that in the dealing with both the pandemic and also the cost of housing and thinking about, is this really a place that I can stay? And so it's a it's, a, it's sort of a, a sadder song, but I think it's very, uh, you know, it's very of the moment. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear High of Los Angeles. Los Angeles, give me a miracle. I just want out from there. Charlie, I understand you also have, I guess, a canonical pick, meaning something that you think is from the California song canon. What is yeah. that one? 
I guess if maybe I had made the original playlist, I think Joni Mitchell would have been near the top for sure. But I probably, the first song on there for me has got to be Otis Redding sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh, well, let's hear a little bit of that one. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching the ships roll in Then I'll watch them roll away again I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. So that edged out Joni Mitchell for Charlie. Somia, I know you said that Our House is one that you added to the list, but if you had to say your ultimate California essence song, I'm guessing it wasn't Our House, right? No, um, I have, I think, yeah, I think this is my personal pick. Um, when I was moving, I used to live in the Bay. And when I was moving back to California, uh, my favorite, what had been my favorite band as a teenager, Rilo Kylie released mm -hmm. like what was their final album. And I was moving, it was when I was moving from the Bay back to Los Angeles. And there's a song on it called Let Me Back In that is about the way that Los Angeles sort of always lets, is always there to let you back in. Aww. It's like, a, I think it's a breakup song, um, but it's also just very much a song about the way that Los Angeles, like anyone can be home in LA. Well, hearing the songs that say California to you, this one says California to Somia, who's one of our guests, Somia Carlamunga of the New York Times, and Charlie Harding is with us as well, songwriter and co-host and co-author of Switched On Pop. More after the break, this is Forum. LA. Let me back in And you can bury me When my body breaks In the earth that created me This is Barbara Leslie, President of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure... The smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall -wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. We're talking about the songs that make California soundtrack, and that, of course, is Miserloo by Dick Dale and the Deltones, probably most recognized for being used in the movie 
Pulp Fiction. We're talking with Charlie Harding, songwriter and co-host and co-author of Switched on Pop. Somia Carlamongla is with us, lead writer for the California Today newsletter at the New York Times, which is currently crowdsourcing the top songs of California. And so are we, sort of, among our listeners. If you want to share what song captures the essence of California for you, or why even you think California lives so large in songwriters' imaginations, you can call us, 866-733-6786, 866-733-6786. You can write, write them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can write them in an email, forum at kqed.org. Natalie writes on Instagram. Low Rider by War, because of the attitude and pride in the ride. My Girl by The Temptations, since oldies were always playing on a radio somewhere, of course. California Love, Anything by Los Panchos and the Beach Boys. I got five on it, obviously for the culture. That's what my Bay Area childhood sounded like. There are so many. Meredith writes on Instagram, California Stars by Billy Bragg and Wilco romanticizes California life with the line, I'd give my life to lay my weary head on a bed of California stars. And Rosie writes on Instagram, After Party or Cumbia de los Muertos by Ozo Motley, multicultural band blending so many genres that reflects California for sure. And you, our listeners, are on the line. Let me get one from Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, What's dear. Yours? I would uh, I would nominate for your short list, although I love everything you've played so far, Randy Newman's I Love L.A. Um, <laughs> L.A. gets a bad rap in the rest of the country. A lot of people say, how could you live there and all that? It's a, it's a great place, and he has such great irreverence from the east side to the west side. So short list. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. I'm glad to hear it from you as well. Let me go to John in Riverside. Hi, John. Hi. Um, both of your guests have, have mentioned the um, personal nature of their particular choices and Mine would be um, Going to California by Led Zeppelin. Uh, Led yeah. Zeppelin's been my favorite band since I bought Led Zeppelin II at age 12 with my paper route money. And, um, you know, obviously to Plant and Page, um, their their song represented to them the promise and opportunity of the Golden State. And I can just picture, you know, particularly when the Rose Parade is on TV, everybody that's living in the colder parts of the nation uh, hearing that song in their heads as mm-hmm. they're uh, seeing the palm trees and sunshine. So <laughs> going to California. Good job, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> John, thanks so much. Charlie Harding, any of those uh, listener picks sparking some thoughts for you? And certainly the going to California, I think the acoustic folk vibe. I also think about you played coming out of the break, the Miserulao by Dick Dale. And I think what's great about that song is, of course, we all know the surf sound. We think of the beach. We think of the waves. But also, you know, he was Lebanese American and he's bringing that sound, which is actually um, a scale from Arab music. And when we hear it, I think it actually demonstrates just the multiculturalism within California. Even if it's a sound we now think of as like, oh, that's just the beaches. Actually, it's a very global kind of sound. And I love that about so much California music. Yeah, I love that listeners are really bringing that up. Like it's really reflecting how multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-everything that California can be. But I am curious, Somia, if that you feel like is really reflected well in your uh, list from listeners or if you saw some patterns. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the the struggles that we have with the playlist is that it very much is crowdsourced and our readers are in a particular demographic and also we're obviously an English language newspaper and a lot of songs that represent California are not in English. And so that has, I think that 
I've been trying to figure out ways to make sure that we have more Chicano music and just music that better represents the diversity of California. I mean, like I was saying, we do have a lot of sort of time diversity in terms of when sort of the age of the people who are writing in, but I think we're lacking some ethnic and racial diversity in our picks. Well, Charlie, you were talking about how Dick Dale was Lebanese. You're talking about the folk vibe of Led Zeppelin. It's making me think about the sounds that evoke Californianness. Have you thought about like whether there's a predominant sound that says California? Yeah, I mean, California, of course, is so many things, and everyone has a California sound for them. Some of the big ones that, that come up are, of course, the 50s and 60s surf sound that we talk about with Dick Dale. Certainly the 60s, 70s psychedelic sounds from Hendrix, Grateful Dead, the San Francisco scene, the hippies. One that really is, I think, essential to contemporary culture is what happened with hip-hop in the 90s and West Coast hip-hop. I think a lot about the G-Funk sound, where you're getting hip-hop that's more club-oriented, more fun. It's got a lot of synthesizers, funk bass, funk solos. So you're thinking Tupac, Dre, Snoop. That music is still very present today. Well, uh, we've got this listener on Instagram saying Samba Pati by Santana. It's a song that sounds like a story about life, the high and lows, the surprises, the natural cycle of everything. Let me go to more calls and let me go to Ella in Berkeley next. Hi, Ella. Hi, Mina. Um, <laughs> first of all, I would just like to personally take a second to thank you for the speaker and for interviewing me with Bruce's speech. Oh, well, great to have I you really back on the air, Ella. Oh, thank you so very much, and, and thank you for that uh, that uh, interview and speaker because it really helped my life. It affected me. Oh. So, uh, speaking about music, and I do love music, I tell you one by Cuba Gooding Jr.'s father, Cuba Gooding, California My Way, the main mm. ingredient. It, it, that, that may add a little ethnicity to your list. Well, Ella, thanks for sharing that one with us. And as you can probably guess, listeners who are just joining us, we're talking about the songs that make California soundtrack for you. We just heard the one that makes it for Ella. And uh, we've got more coming in. Bree writes on Instagram, Danny Californian, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. You can share yours, 866-733-6786 is the number. You can post it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can email us, forum at kqed.org with your pics as well. We've got a listener, another listener on Instagram writing, Marlena Shaw, California soul. Shaw's voice is such a vibe. She evokes the rolling waves on the California shore, the majesty of the towering redwoods and the incomparable funk that makes California the coolest place in the USA. Uh, we've got another forum listener who writes on Instagram about the song that's capturing the essence of California for them, Morena by Adi. I think we've got both of those, right, Danny? Let's play California Soul. Like a sound you hear that lingers in your ear, but you can't forget from sundown to sunset, nah, nah. it's all in the air, you hear it everywhere, no matter what you do, it's gonna grab a hold on you, California 
And uh, Sophia also writes on Instagram, it's a tie for me between Marlena Shaw's California Soul and Tupac and Dr. Dre's California. Adam writes, I just want to point out that there's an entire subgenre of reggae, generally called Cali reggae, which is now a bigger industry than original Jamaican reggae. Example, artists are sublime, no doubt, revolution, tribal seeds. These blend reggae with punk, ska, folk, and other genres and angsty attitude. As a side note, I've played in bands of this flavor most of my life, currently with local fave native elements. Um, what do you think about that Cali reggae, Charlie Harding? Well, California is a melting pot, pot of so many places, and surely the impact of uh, ska was huge in the 90s that you know merged with pop punk, and you can continue. I, I, I think about how those sounds persist today. Uh, the, the I feel like there's a there's such a resurgent movement, especially sort of more on the pop punk side. You have uh, you know the drummer Travis Barker uh, from Blink One Eighty Two is now on uh, about every other track that you see dropping on on the Billboard, whether it's a hip hop track, a pop punk track. So you you have uh, long lineages and just so many different genres that collide here. Well, can I correct me if I'm wrong, Somya? But can I say that I find that there are a lot of songs in California that are about driving or about being on the highway or about being on the road, which I guess makes sense given the size of the of the state of California and how long our commutes are. And, and I guess also people tend to really sit and listen to music in cars. But I was really curious if not only are you getting a lot of submissions to the New York Times, Somia, that are songs about California's highways, but also people referencing that the reason this song says California to them is because they listen to it while they're driving through California. <laughs> uh, I think the short answer is just yes. <laughs> there are a lot of songs about highways. Um, the most popular one that we get is probably Ventura Highway, um, that song in particular. But yeah, there are an endless amount of songs about just driving and sitting in your car and like having big emotional conversations in a car. It's just really, it is a centerpiece of art in California, which I guess sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it it is California culture. So much of California culture, I feel like does involve being in your car, Charlie Harding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, endlessly. I think during a break, we might have heard a little bit of Herb Alpert's Route 101. I think it's one of the funniest songs about a highway I've ever heard. Now, it's, it's a, this is an uh, instrumental jazz piece, but it's the opposite feeling of what I feel when I'm on the 101, which, you know, is not generally joy. Uh, Herb Alpert, I think, is trying to give us a song that is uh, trying to uplift us while we're driving. I think, and I think a lot of the songs that are highway driven are usually not lamenting the commute that we're on, but rather trying to help get us through it. Well, we don't have that one, but we do have Ventura Highway. So let's hear that. Chewing on a piece of grass, walking down the road. Tell me how long you're gonna stay here, Joe. Some people say this town don't look good in snow. You don't care, I know. Venture Highway in the sunshine where the days are long. 
Speaking of traveling, it's reminding me of songs that that are about traveling back to California after being away from it for a while. I'm thinking about um, I'm thinking about going back to Cali by the Notorious B.I.G. Also, LL Cool J is rapped about going back to Cali. Let's play a little bit of that. We can start with uh, going back to Cali by LL Cool J. Cali, 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 I'm going back to Cali. I don't think so. I'm going back to Cali, 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 going back to Cali. I don't think so. Going back to Cali, styling, profiling, dialing and smiling, while in the sun, the top is down on the black Corvette, and it's fly cause it's sitting on the and here's Biggie. U.S. You just lay down slow. Recognize a real dawn when you see one. Sipping on booze in the house of blues. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali, Cali. Besides this theme of like traveling, it's also this theme of longing, which I also feel like is a big part of what. I find in songs about California, people longing to either be back here or that there's something special or irreplaceable here, Charlie. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, we do have the best weather in the nation and anyone who's far, far away is always dreaming of it. You can go all the way back to uh, the mamas and the papas who are basically saying, hey, it's cold. The, the song is dark and they're California dreaming because they want to get out of the cold winter. I, I love what they're doing in going back to Cali as well, because not only are they uh, evoking all of the themes of California, but it's also Biggie playing with a West Coast hip hop sound, that G-Funk style that I was talking about earlier. So it's embedded both in the lyrics as well as in the, the musical uh, sonics. Hey, Somia, can you read the comment that you got from one of your readers about how big, how blue, how beautiful kind of evokes that? That's by Florence and the Machine. Mm -hmm. um, this is from Holly Ober, who lives in Riverside. Uh, so that was her recommendation, how big, how blue, how beautiful by Florence and the Machine. Uh, so Holly wrote, my girlfriend and I were listening to this album on a trip along Highway 1 in Marin County when we came around a tight turn to a breathtaking view of the ocean just as the song started to play. It was an ethereal, perfect moment, and I would urge anyone on a Highway 1 adventure to add it to their playlist. Let's hear a little bit of that right now. Between a crucifix and the Hollywood sign, we decided to get hurt. Now there's a few things we have to burn. Set our hearts ablaze And every city was a gift And every skyline was like a kiss upon the lips And I was making you a wish In every skyline How big, how blue, how beautiful How big, how blue We're talking about the songs that evoke nostalgia, nostalgia, love about California. Also the songs that uh, bring out all the diversity of California and the differences. And we're talking with Somia Carlo Mongla, lead writer for the California Today newsletter at the New York Times, and Charlie Harding, a songwriter and co-host of Switched on Pop, a podcast 
and a book. You, our listeners, are with us telling us yours. And let me go to Tom in Napa. What's the song for you, Tom? Oh, the song for me is a driving song called California. It's from John Mayall's late 60s Turning Point album. Mayall was a Brit, but the sax and flute solos on this nine-minute jam are from Johnny Almond, who was a late, great saxophonist from San Jose. I am instantly transported to a convertible cruising the PCH when I hear this song. It's a, it's a wonderful one, a little obscure, but I, uh, I think your listeners will enjoy it. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. And let me go to Jim in Rio Vista. Hi, Jim. Hi. Um, yeah, I got two, so um, hold on for both. The first one is L.A. Woman by the Doors. Um, and uh, the second one is one I actually wrote. It's the lyrics of California Dreaming, and I call it California Burning. It wasn't published. Um, but during the Lake Tahoe fire last summer, um, I wrote it with, with them in mind. You know, like people on a fire watch warning, you know, and it's like, you know, all the sky is, you know, all the leaves are burnt and the sky is red. And yeah. you know, I went down to church and prayed for rain and, uh, instead of I prayed, you know, yeah. uh, I, I kept the lyrics the same. You know, it, it's reality in California. I know you want to, songs that make you feel great about California, but. Actually, know, we don't, Jim. I mean, you're absolutely right. As much as California inspires, California destroys us too. Anyway, let's hear some more California songs going into the break and we'll have more California. Stay with us. This is Barbara Leslie, president of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary.
the song Morena that was referenced by a listener as the song that says California for them. And that's what we're asking you listeners. What song captures the essence of California for you and why? And also joining me in this conversation is Charlie Harding, a songwriter, and Somia Karlamangla, a lead writer for the New York Times. You can join the conversation at 866-733-6786. Again, 866-733-6786. You can get in touch Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at KQED Forum. You can email us, forum, at kqed.org. And this listener writes, the Latin influence on California music must not be overlooked. Santana was a huge breakthrough in pop music and is still iconic. Let me go to Janine in San Francisco. Hi, Janine. Hi. Um, great segment. Um, I um, want to mention punk rock as it was defined in the late <laughs> 70s and early 80s. And I was a participant in my first year of college. I went to Pepperdine. <laughs> um, uh, X Los Angeles is one of the bands that I was obsessed with. And I still am. They're still kicking. And also the Go-Go's, who were just in, in um uh, admitted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the song for the Go Go's would be "This Town," um, which I grew up with. It defined that era for me, and it's and it's just fun listening to everybody else's um, idea of what their their favorite California song is. Well, so Janine, thank yeah, thank you. Um, Madeline writes, "Well, it's not exactly a love letter to the state, but the Dead Kennedys' Moon Over Marin' is definitely part of my." California soundtrack. We really haven't talked about punk lately and punk as California. What do you think about that, Charlie? It's a big part of the scene here. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I feel like one of the things that California uh, affords people is it's a lot of place where uh, suburban garages enable people to play loud music and build punk bands. And I think that's why we see a lot of that music from California, uh, whereas maybe other urban areas, it's harder to to put together a band in your garage. So yes, it's it's a big, it's a very big part of the music scene here. Charlie Hardy, you moved here, right? You didn't grow up in California. I'm from the cold. I grew up in the state of Maine, about as far away <laughs> as could be. So, how much do you think your sense of California was shaped by songs? I mean, I know there are a lot of cultural references, right? But but how much of it do you think was shaped by song? Oh, I was sure when I moved to San Francisco that everybody lived in a commune on Haight Street. And so I, I, when, when I, I was a little bit surprised when I got to the much more sort of tech-centered version of San Francisco. So, yeah, I would say immensely formed by song. And you grew up here, right, Sophia? I did. I grew up outside of L.A. and I've lived in California basically my whole life. Um, and one of the things that I keep thinking about as we hear these listener suggestions is, <laughs> because I because I grew up here, I never really realized the way that these songs about California sort of have shaped people's opinions of the state. I've gotten so many emails from readers saying, I listened to this one song every single day when I was 16 and I just dreamt about getting out of whatever you know city they lived in that was not in California. And then I came here and I realized that you know part of the song is true and part of the song is not true. Uh, but it really seemed to play a very just formative role for people who even weren't growing up in this state. Well, we were listening to Los Lobos and of course the song Native Son. And it's interesting to also think about your know, native Californians and how they write about California and also people who just like really drill down and get super specific with maybe cities and neighborhoods that a lot of people don't even know are in California. Like, wasn't there a super popular one that you got at the New York Times that's about Ukiah? <laughs> 
Yes, Ukiah by the Doobie Brothers. There are a lot of songs about very specific cities in California. It is like there are, <laughs> there's something like six songs that I have on my list that some of them have made the playlist. Some of them are under consideration that have the, um, that have the city Petaluma in them. Like there is, there's a lot of specificity that has been very surprising. Well, I think we have a caller on that song. John, San Diego, join us. Um, I grew up in Ireland and as a teenager, I would hear Scott McKenzie's uh, San Francisco. And I literally put it in my head that I would move to San Francisco. I didn't, I just stuck it in my head. And then I moved from Ireland to London where I met a young guy and fell in love and he was visiting London and Paris. So I chased him to Paris right after him. I got on a plane and chased him to Paris. And then when he returned to San Francisco, he we corresponded. And on September the 4th, 79, at 10.30, I landed in San Francisco. And to this day, every time I visit San Francisco, I go up to Upper Market Street I look over the city, I stretch my arms out, and a deep breath, and I always say, I just knew I was going to be here. I just knew I was John, going to apply. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Well, We are hearing about the songs that say California to you. And uh, we just heard a call about uh, San Francisco. And just before this, we were talking about the Doobie Brothers, Ukiah. Hey, Danny, do you think you could play that for us too? We're listening to California songs and talking about why California lives large in songwriters' imaginations and hearing from you, our listeners, about what California or what songs say California to you, the essence of California to you. Charlie Harding is with us. Sonia Carla Mangla is with us. Charlie Harding is co-host and co-author of Switched on Pop, which is both a podcast and a book. And Sonia Carla Mangla is lead writer for the California Today newsletter at the New York Times, which has been crowdsourcing the top songs about California. You, our listeners, are sharing so many with us. Let me go through some more. Brandon writes, Holes Malibu. Christina writes on Instagram, Lakers by Freddie Gibbs. And Rob writes on Instagram, Phantom Planets, California. I just love the way it describes coming back to California. That's definitely something that we touched on. And... Uh, Ross writes, good stuff. Kind of LA-centric. Please don't be snobbish and overlook Tony Bennett and Journey, who love on San Francisco. <laughs> well, Sophia, we did just have a little bit of an ode to San Francisco right there. But um, what do you think? Is, is San Francisco not getting as much love even when you are getting, uh, you are getting submissions to the New York Times? 
I actually think we get a lot of San Francisco and LA songs. I think we're sort of missing everything else. But I mean, that makes sense given where people in California live. I will say that one of the, so when I took over the playlist, we had maybe 50 songs and I started crowdsourcing maybe like two or three months ago. And Lights by Journey is one of the songs (laughs) that we didn't have um, that now we have because people really, really wanted us to add it. And I didn't uh, know, but it's the song they play when the Giants are winning. It's like sort of considered a sort of unofficial anthem of San Francisco. So in that way, I guess (laughs) there is some bias because I live in Los Angeles, but I do think we have a lot of San Francisco songs. Let me go to caller Henry in Santa Rosa. Hi, Henry. Oh, yeah. Hi. I wanted to mention um, Call of the West by Wall of Voodoo. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> Don't ever... <laughs> and can, I, can, I, is there one, can I say one more thing? <laughs> Please go right ahead. Um, in Joni Mitchell's song, when she says, I'll kiss a sunset pig, I think she's talking about kissing a cop on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> ah, because so, you heard a listener referencing earlier, not really sure what that yeah, one meant. She, she said she didn't know what that meant that I have always assumed. So there you go. <laughs> Do you want to say why you like Call of the West? Oh, it's just a really driving song. And it talks about you can't you can't fence off the wilderness. And um, just it's about a guy who's coming west. And um, this ain't no re- uh, fashion movie play or something like that, where he uh, he kind of gets uh, the rundown on uh, coming west from an old timer. Well, Henry, thanks for sharing that. Um, this listener writes on Instagram, Mac Dre, California Living, and Peplove Pacifica Heights both give a good street description of California lifestyle. Charlie, not sure if any of the recent ones you've heard are, are also sparking some thoughts for you about California and, and what it says about California, these songs that are that are really encapsulating it for our listeners. Well, I, I like what somebody was saying that given maybe the the New York Times readership and sort of population center as we hear a lot of L.A., San Francisco, I've been really enjoying digging into some of those more regionally specific ones. And, you know, thinking about the Bay Area, like I love that we got some San Jose on this playlist. We got Dionne Warwick. Do you know the way to San Jose where she talks about finding peace of mind going back to where she was born and raised? I love the nostalgia that people have for their geographically specific spaces and especially the spots of California that might be underrepresented due to the, if you will, hegemony of the pop songwriting world that exists in Los Angeles. Well, let's hear a little bit of Do You Know the Way to San Jose? Nancy writes, when living in San Jose, as we traveled around the state, we would sing, Do You Know the Way to San Jose? Always joyful. We're talking about the songs that make California's soundtrack, and you are listening to Forum. I'm Mina Kim. 
Charlie Hardy, you, I understand, are building your own playlist. Like there was something that made you have a lot of feels for California and to start building your own playlist in recent weeks. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like what you are finding on your playlist that is revealing to you about how you're feeling or, or your sense of California right now? I think that springtime in California is particularly magical where the rest of the country is just bracing for the end of spring, trying to get into summer, especially down in Los Angeles. It's really lovely right now. And so I guess I was just feeling all the feels for California. And I, I started making kind of, I, I didn't even know about the New York Times playlist until I was already making this thing. And we had a lot of, a lot of the similar sort of stuff on it. But what, what stood out to me was really just the, the broad diversity of sounds that people reference when thinking about California, from folk to hip hop to, um, you know, music like they were mentioning, like Oza Motley is making just like this like melting pot of so many different cultures that exist within California. And I love that there isn't any one sound for anybody. It is representative, I think, for the whole world of a really magical place. And so I'm curious, take taking over this playlist, going through all these songs, reading the arguments from from readers about what songs should be included on this playlist, has it made you see the state in a new way? Hmm. I mean, I think at some point we were getting all of these songs that were very, as you might imagine, sort of like rah-rah California. Uh, and we got some criticism about that. And someone actually suggested to me, which is an idea I'm still thinking about maybe doing, uh, making a playlist that encapsulates the bad parts of California. <laughs> That's like these songs that are about just, you know, how we're always stuck in traffic and it's impossible <laughs> to live here. And I think what this has really made me realize is that most songs about California are kind of both. Like it is difficult to tease out. Uh, it's, or it's kind of difficult to find a song that is purely hating on California or that is purely just you know, I love California. And I think that has really, uh, that's been really interesting for me to see that dichotomy that exists in almost every song about this state. Like even, even the ones that you think are just really pure California dream are, are not quite. Mm. And we did have that listener earlier, Charlie Harding, who was talking about both the fun, but also the fires, right? And, and it made me think about, yeah, California has this way of, of being, a place that inspires so much love and rah-rah and really great feelings, great moods, super chill, all that kind of stuff. But it also can destroy you, <laughs> both literally and figuratively. I mean, it it it's it's one of the things that I do wonder if a song comes to mind that that really does hit on that part of it, sort of the darker side, the moodier side, the harder parts of being here. I think the biggest one that we played actually at the beginning of the show was Hotel California, which is such a funny song because it, uh, to a certain degree, sounds like it's maybe romanticizing California, or it certainly uh, is enormous in the popular imagination. And yet, I think of that song kind of like the equivalent of like the film The Shining, because you're like stuck in California, you can't escape this hotel. There's something sort of horrific to it as well. And it is the reality. California is the land of opportunity, but it's also the place of environmental destruction, the place of the challenges of living. We are the biggest state in uh, the nation by population. And I think because of that, we there, there are all of the hopes and dreams and all of the challenges as well. And I think we can hear that in a song like Hotel California. Well, let me go to Amelia and Santa Clara for our last comment. Hi, Amelia. Hi. 
Go nice right ahead. To talk to you. <laughs> so, just really quickly, growing up in South Africa, um, I'm 70, so that was years and years ago, and we loved the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys, the surfing songs, and uh, Mamas and Papas, California Dreaming. It was just wonderful. We had this vision of California as being a place where people roller skated down the, the road where the beach is, and it was just absolutely lovely. We loved the cheerfulness of the sounds, the harmonies. The falsetto voices, I'm talking about the Beach Boys. So it's all wonderful. And now I live here and I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear <laughs> you are not disappointed. And yes, you are getting us back to sort of what inspired this segment today, which is to really think about California as beautiful with all of its problems, but also all of its inspiration. So Amelia, thank you for that. And I also want to thank you, Somia Karlamangla, for doing the call out on the California Today newsletter at the New York Times, because it also inspired this segment, as well as some previous segments that KQED did. The California Report also did a California playlist that really just made us feel like it was time for us to do it on forum. So Somia, thanks so much for joining us. Of course, it's been a pleasure. Charlie Harding, also so glad to have you on as well. Such fun, thank you. Charlie Harding is a songwriter and co-host and co-author of Switched on Pop. Also, my thanks to Ariana Prail for producing today's segment, Danny Bringer, our engineer, for playing all those songs, and also our listeners for submitting them, telling us what says California to you. Will you go out with Frank Ocean's Sweet Life? Not sugar-free, my TV ain't HD, that's too real. Grapevine, mango, peaches, and lime. Sweet life, sweet life, sweet life. Sweet life, sweet life. Sweet, 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 sweet life. Sweet life. Funds for the production of Forum are provided by the members of KQED Public Radio, the Germanicos Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, and the Heising-Simons Foundation. This is Barbara Leslie, President of the Oakland Port Commission. Oakland International Airport, OAK, is proud to bring you this podcast of KQED's Forum. When you're choosing your next adventure, the smart and convenient choice is to fly the East Bay Way from OAK to destinations across the USA and Mexico. And when you return home, tune in to KQED, always bringing us remarkable stories about who we are and where we live. Enjoy today's episode of Forum. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house, even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found ya. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts.